was so lazy for this one, 141, episode 141 that is. I didn't even take out my usual gear to do this. I'm using the gear in the sound booth that I do my voiceover stuff in. So yes, if you are a Patreon person, you know exactly what that room looks like. And yes, that's where I'm recording this one right now. Uh, but this is the first time I'm in this booth with a drink. So I think this will be a lot more enjoyable than some broken English script that I have to read. Uh, for sure, not being paid hundreds of dollars or whatever we're making on voiceover. But you know, it's all good. And um, for this one, just a quick little update. I had to take a drink. Today is the day before the episode, so you guys are getting fresh stuff. Uh, episodes come out on Thursday, sometimes Tuesday if it's a bonus, but this one is being recorded Wednesday. It is 4.11 p.m. Uh, in Chicago, so Central Standard Time. So uh, getting a little against the wall here, but luckily we have some awesome Patreon people that gave me some stuff that they wanted to hear about. So a uh, huge shout out to our Patreon people. We have Lish Cromwell, James Bynar, Cindy Montoya, Melinda Bradley, and Leo Sanchez. I'm sorry, Leo, I probably pronounced that wrong. Love you anyways, sorry about that. Uh, but you five are seriously awesome. I really appreciate all your support. Uh, everybody else, if you were curious, the Patreon people, they get a koozie, a classroom brew koozie that you've probably seen me <laughs> joke about on Instagram, but they are also soon going to be receiving shot glasses with the classroom brew logo. Now, if you guys would like one of those shot glasses, you can go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. I don't know what it is about this room, guys, but the energy right now is through the roof, even though we're in basically a closet. We got a few things uh, from the Patreon people, some stuff that has been on my mind. We had a few meetings today with distance learning. I'm not going to go into too much of uh, the day in and day out stuff of the pandemic stuff with teaching because honestly, uh, and Lish, you pointed this out as well, I think all of us are a little over it, okay? We've been talking about it a lot. I think every podcast is... Uh, every podcast does two things too much during the pandemic. One, they talk about podcasting on their podcast. And two, they talk about doing their podcast and teaching during the pandemic too much. Now, if you're doing your stuff on that and you're providing tips, that's great. That's one thing I'm not trying to, you know, shit on you. Me personally, I don't necessarily want to talk about it. There are some things, though, that are related. Uh, so Cindy asked a few questions about moving ahead to next year that we will for sure get into. I think that's worthwhile. But in terms of like my day-to-day -day routine and uh, the adjustments I have to make, I'm not, I'm kind of over going into it, you know, aside from, you know, lifestyle stuff. And I, I think eventually I'd like to go into some of the benefits or the, the pros of it, because I think everyone focuses on the cons. Uh, but there are honestly some, some pros to it. Uh, I know my sister, Anna, who's been on the show, she's been able to spend more time with my niece and nephew, which has been awesome for her. Um, I've been able to obviously take care of some things at home, uh, remodel a little bit with Katie obviously my voiceover stuff, but there are benefits. So uh, I think that's something that people are maybe understating or maybe embarrassed to state, um, which, which kind of ties in. I think we've got this, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people are judgmental based on their own limitations, right? So I posted this video of behind the scenes of my life as a voiceover artist, and it's mostly just lighthearted joking. But I think a lot of people that are doing distance learning teaching are a little judgmental of those of us that are trying to do their side hustle, right? Guilt as if we're not giving 100% effort, which I just 100% disagree with. I think that's more so their limitations in whatever regard that limitation may be. But saying that I can't give 100% effort to my coaching stuff, my teaching stuff, and my side gig stuff like voiceover and the podcast, I think that's limiting me. Personally, if I have a lot of things in the air, that's when I thrive, right? Not everybody does, but that's something that I've kind of noticed. Now, it's all good. I just, 
you know, I'm noticing lately that people seem to be a little more hostile because of everything going on, because we're only doing nonverbal communication. We're only doing emails, uh, Google Meets, sure, but it, it seems like it's a little bit hostile. Now, this all times out because I wanted to really talk about the need for levity because I feel like everybody before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and after the pandemic needs a little more levity when it comes to teacher life, right? I don't know why I said right. You guys can't respond. It's rhetorical. Someone does that in a discussion in your grad school class and annoys the hell out of me. I just did it. My bad. Now, levity, uh, memes, and this podcast, and everything else that's going on on social media. I think there's so many people that are high and mighty about this, where they see something that maybe it's a bit complainy, but it's mostly lighthearted in a joking way, right? The big thing being like attendance to school or listening to your teacher. Those are those are obviously some big ones, right? And uh, I think a lot of people are they they are quick to pull out the perfect teacher voice inside them, which I guess that's good that you're trying to think that way, but. At the end of the day, if I'm posting a funny meme or something, or I'm doing a podcast where I talk about an oh shit moment, I'm not trying to say like, shame on that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to have a real moment where it's like, hey, sometimes we just got to laugh at it. I think everybody's a little too afraid to do that nowadays. I think that's why some people don't want to do this podcast, for example. But I think it's a huge mistake to take social media or to take a podcast uh, or whatever your, your medium is, YouTube. And try to think, you know, shame on that person for doing that. When really what they're trying to do is just, I don't want to say commiserate, but they're trying to relate to people because we all go through something similar. That's the whole point. But for some reason, everything seems to be under fire right now with that. Because if you post something about that, well, then you're not being empathetic. And I don't think it's mutually exclusive. You can still have empathy for your kids, be a rock star. But at the end of the day, you have a podcast like myself or... Uh, like Devin Siebold has with Crying in My Car, a podcast for teachers. <laughs> it has nothing to do, the persona and the joking at it and talking about it, inventing about it has nothing to do with who we actually are in the classroom, right? And, you know, this is, <laughs> this is funny because it reminds me, no, actually, I shouldn't go into it because I don't want to give away the book, but it's like this complex where it's like, if you are not 100% pure all the time as a teacher, well, then you must suck, which I think is absolutely false. And I discovered that with a friend of mine, too, at a PD, who I thought she was truly, like, the ideal teacher, like, did nothing wrong, attended my first PD with her. I might have talked about some episode or whatever. But uh, she was actually surly. And I was like, this is amazing, right? Because we all have this, like, kind of gray area. But that's, that's what I've been looking at, is people seem to be very, like, gravitating towards putting people down because they have a problem with something or they don't like something. Essentially, my thing is, Let's just all look on the bright side of what we're trying to do. You know, the high and mighty, like, can we please give it a rest? Can we just, can we just come together here? Can we assume positive intent? That's my, that's my whole thesis, I guess. Um, so yeah, with the, the, the uh, recent weeks that we've had, I've been doing office hours, of course, online. And uh, what was nice was that my anniversary with Katie actually timed out. It was the four, four, got it, uh, four-year anniversary uh, of Katie and I dating. And it fall it fell on a Monday. And that is not my day for office hours. And I was like, oh great, this timed out. Aside from the whole pandemic thing. But it it timed out. Yeah, we went to like the Cheesecake Factory thing. I think it's cool how they're really handling the the curbside pickup. I thought that was awesome. But um one thing that I am a little concerned about, this is the one thing that I will say about this school year 
in terms of the pandemic, even though I didn't want to talk about the pandemic, but it's going to happen because of the topic. Okay, cool. The student series for this year. Now, this is actually a concern of mine because this was uh, the graduation year. It is the graduation year of my first group of sophomores. So I teach 10, 11, 12, meaning I don't have them as freshmen. That's fine. But this was my first inaugural group, finally going from start to finish, even though I didn't have all of them, you know, the entire time, of course, some of my only had one, all good, but still. This was the group where I was like, even if I, and I'm not thinking about moving right now, but if I were thinking about moving, I for sure wanted to see this group to the end. So it's a little bittersweet losing that moment. And uh, of course, this would have been a very sweet uh, episode to do or a series to do this year for the students because it's like, hey, you saw me in the beginning when things weren't so great. And some of you had me later on. What was that like? I could have, like a lot of things I could have covered. Not to mention known them the longest. So a little disappointed. There's some ideas I'm kind of pitching around for how I can still handle that. Obviously, digitally, it's not going to be the same audio quality, but you guys are probably used to that at this point because podcasts are all doing that right now and it's all good, but it's not my preference. So that's one concern that I really had, uh, the student series. Not the biggest thing in the world, obviously, but important to me because I'd, I've been trying to make it bigger every year. And this would have been the third, the third year. Yeah, third year of the student series. The first year, uh, we think we had three episodes. Second year, we went really big. We had like eight or nine students on for a total of like five or six weeks, but we doubled up on kids having uh, episodes together. And now this is the first year where I probably have to, the first year like I've been doing it for that long. But now I've got to scale it back. So that's a little disappointing, but we'll make the most of it, see if anyone's willing to do it uh, remotely, of course, and uh, go from there. But, you know, sometimes it's not the best ending that you wanted, but we'll, we'll, still, we'll still make do. I think we're all trying to do that at this time. Now, Patreon questions. So there was not very much notice. That's on me for really, I, the day of this recording, I think this morning, I sent something being like, hey, what questions do you have? Kind of putting people on the spot. Uh, but Cindy, Lish, and Melinda, they, they helped me out here, which was great. And uh, luckily, I had a bunch of stuff that was on my mind anyway, but this makes it even better because if we're going to do it the day before because Ryan put it off because he got lazy with his schedule, we might as well make it relevant content where they're interacting right before. It's always like when there's a, a big event that happens, but then I'm like three episodes ahead of a schedule, like recorded. So it's like, all right, well, we'll record it now, but it won't come out for another month. And it's like, oh, sorry, but that's how it goes. So Cindy was asking, what's in our control for next year? So related to, I know I'm having this anxiety, at least for prepping for the fall. And my thing is, uh, and she also sent me this, uh, it was a screenshot of what someone was talking about with like planning and um, what do you call it? Autonomy for teachers. But it's, and Devin Siebold said this too on his podcast, this whole, you know, inequity of access and, you know, kids aren't sure what to do on class. Like they don't know how to use a technology it's very clear that things have to change. You know, something is not right. We've known that, but now it's hitting us in the face. And if they don't do something to, you know, modify or change the ways they do things or give us more time, something, then it's clear that this truly was just a wash year. And it kind of was academically. But, you know, for the overall takeaways, maybe we could still find a way to find some way to grow in education as a, as a, as a cause of this. Like, yeah, sure, there's the memes about how much we appreciate teachers. We'll probably regress on that. Like, oh, we appreciate you so much. Your job is so hard. We should pay teachers more. Then the budget comes around for the state or the city or wherever, your, your district, your referendums, and they don't increase anything. So I'm not 
expecting that. What I do think should happen, and I think some schools already do this because they do blended learning where some kids are doing stuff online and in the classroom, it's all good. But in CPS, I know because it's so inequitable, they're for sure, they got to step up their game, okay? We can't hide anymore saying, well, we have so much technology. It's, it's bullshit. Because clearly we don't. Because I still have kids, we're in the middle of May now, who don't have access. Through, through no fault of their own, truly. Now, and not, I'm not even saying it's fault of the staff, but the, the miscommunication or the disconnect there is a sign of an issue. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying I have a solution. All I'm saying is something has to change. Um, my sister suggested maybe PD days can be done through Google Meets so we could save us on the travel. That sounds good. Um, a PD with something I don't want to sit through with a, uh, an icebreaker that's a little too high energy at eight in the morning. Skip that. That sounds great. But I think there should be something. I think it'd be cool. I'm just spitballing. Maybe one day a week for certain schools or for certain kids, they get to move to digital learning. Now, I'm not saying that we need to get rid of face-to-face because it clearly is very important, but it would be nice to kind of have that. I'm not saying we should plan for another pandemic because you can't plan your life around, oh, another disaster is happening, but it would have been nice if we had like a crash run. It wasn't completely foreign to us to do this distance learning thing. Would have been great if like the citywide, uh, what is it, computer science curriculum, if they had taught them how to use Google Classroom a little bit better, that would have been fucking great. But, you know, I don't write the curriculum for uh, anything but my classes. So it's all good, but suggestions, take them, please. I don't, they probably don't listen. Hope they don't listen. Can't wait for the backlash. Um, yeah. Melinda was asking about uh, home workouts and stuff like that. Personally, I've struggled. I've traveled to my sister's to, you know, do a little social distancing, but also use their garage weight room, which is awesome. Um, what we are doing for sure is a lot of movie marathons. So uh, if, you're, if you're listening in and you're curious, like, well, what is, what is Ryan watching? Because we've gone through quite a few lists of movies. We're talking about three dozen movies. <laughs> and uh, what we do is we just, uh, it's a list of 12, obviously. And we just go back and forth and list different movies. And then we try to space it out where we start with a drama and end with a comedy uh, at the end of the day. So if you guys are curious what we've been watching, we can upload it. If you want to, I guess, do the movie marathons that we've been doing. I don't know if you can call it a marathon. You can call it a marathon. It's not like it has to be a, a series. We did do Harry Potter, though, at the suggestion of, uh, it might have been Daisy, Miss Honey on, uh, the real Miss Honey on Instagram. She might have suggested that or somebody else or multiple. But we did that. Everything else has just been in like uh, disjointed movies and things like that. Um, all, all very good. Most recently, we did Snowpiercer because we loved Parasite so much. So we did Snowpiercer because it's uh, the same director. Uh, he's, he's pretty great. Uh, seeing Captain America in a different role, obviously, is cool too. But um, all right, Patreon questions. Lish was talking about uh, being worried about potentially starting next school year digitally. So this is going to continue. Some people are going to do late starts. Some people might start on time. Others may move to a digital start uh, on time or late. Any combination of those uh, three or four circumstances. And um, starting a new group of elementary kids, of course. Oh, boy. And uh, Lish moves classrooms every four months or whatever, and it's all good, but she moves too much. Uh, it's a quad annual move that she does. I don't think she, she said she hasn't had a room with windows. I'm not even sure that she's had a room. We should just get her a... a mini house or whatever, but it's a mini classroom or a tiny home, but it's a classroom because then she could take it with her 
You're welcome, Lish. I've suggested a solution for the future. Uh, moving too much. Yeah, I think doing this whole distance learning to start out a school year concerns me because it's <laughs> so stupid. It's their education is not Tinder. Okay, you don't start the conversation online and then you decide they're not going to kill me, so let's meet up somewhere. It's basically the Tinder of education. Also, some of your students, again, we're talking about levity, not actual like lack of empathy here. We're just being lighthearted here. People that are so worried about that, the perfect teacher voice, all that stuff. You might not want to, after meeting some of your kids online, meet them in person. <laughs> let's just be real. There's going to be that one kid, right? So, um, yeah, I wish I had a solution for that. Uh, my heart obviously goes out to anyone that's got to start their year digitally. Uh, of course, there's plenty of benefits to that. But honestly, the there are more challenges in my, my opinion, especially if you are not uh, 100% tech savvy. I know I am not personally, but what I can do uh, and, and I am comfortable with, that's what I tend to highlight. So that works out for me. Um, yeah, that was honestly, the, this was high energy episode. Uh, I had a great time because, uh, and it even gets better because I don't have to take anything down because we're just in the sound booth. And um, yeah, that's the the one benefit, I guess, if you have a, a little studio. So you don't have to worry about uh, tearing down every single time. So huge shout out uh, again, Lish, uh, Lish Cromwell, James Bynar, Cindy Montoya, uh, Melinda Bradley, Leo Sanchez. Hopefully I did it right. Sanchez, Sanchez, I'm sorry, buddy. I know we talked about it uh, on your episode. I'm just blanking right now because it's been a long day. Um, if you guys would like to get uh, the Classroom Brew koozies or Classroom Brew shot glasses, just like those five, you can go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. Uh, there is the $2 tier, and then there is the $4 and $7 tier. The $4 and $7 tier is where you can get that merch, so you can check that out. Uh, there's also plenty of bonus content behind the scenes, bonus episodes, video podcast episodes, the exclusive ones, all that stuff. It's all there, including voting power, discussions, uh, a bunch of stuff. You can check it out different tiers. They have different benefits, of course. All right, so I'm going to go run and uh, edit this. I'm, honestly, just there's not much to take out. I, I like the energy of this one. This was good. Um, we had a rum and Coke. We forgot to mention, not a rum and Coke, because uh, Coke gives me chest pain. My usual drink, guys. Um, rum and mango. Uh, you know what? That would be a good thing. If you guys are listening and you want to try it, it's Arizona mango something or other, like mango... It's some cutesy name, but it's Arizona. It's this huge thing. Uh, I don't think it's that sugary, which is good. But if you want to try it, it's about, you know, one and a half shots, sometimes two shots if you're feeling glassroom brewy. Uh, and you put in a, uh, some ice, obviously, uh, maybe like a third of what a bar would normally put into your cup. Uh, and then you fill the rest with your mango juice and you give it a stir. Try it. Let me know how it is, especially if you're Patreon people. Uh, if you have received your um, blanket koozie, Make sure you send that selfie. We're still in on two. I had to ship out two more because, you know, the post office, yeah, I mean, supporting them, don't get me wrong, but they lost two of them and it's all good, but I had to send two because they messed up something. I don't know what happened with that shipment. Uh, so those should be coming out soon. Uh, we are going to hold off a little bit longer on the shot glasses just because uh, I'm going to wait for the Patreon funds to clear through because I didn't realize that a 4 by 4 by 4 box of a shot glass is a little bit more than anticipated. Uh, so those will be coming out soon, hopefully. Uh, end of this month uh, or beginning of next month at the latest. Everybody else that's listening, again, patreon.com slash classroombrew for merch and additional bonus content that you can only get on patreon.com. We do have some episodes that are available for free on YouTube that are video episodes, and you can, of course, listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. 
rate and review. That really helps out the show. Spread the word. Stay super safe and healthy, guys. And until next week, class dismissed. Thank you.